inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. Losses game. You're listening to the starting block. Hey, welcome to the starting block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who spent all today trying to work out what the fuck a General Marbles is and why it's trending on Twitter. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions, tuning in right around the world. The what? The, I was looking at the what? The how to do a what now? A, a gen of marbles. A gen of mar- like so, a, a a gen of marbles or a jam you know, of marbles. Uh, apparently, there's a, a racism row that involving a oh. a YouTube personality called <sighs> Jenna Marbles. That's right. That's the one. That's the one who came out and said that she's addressed uh, problematic YouTube videos that she's created in the past. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, <clears throat> I actually retweeted that out, and I said, you know what's really problematic is uh, people addressing problematic videos because the coercion system has claimed that they're problematic. That's problematic to me. That's problematic, yeah. There's yeah. a problem there. I still don't know who Jenna Marbles is. And well, she's famous I, now, I though. <laughs> she's famous yeah. now, though. She's famous, but she's famous for all the wrong reasons. She's a, you, you should stand by your work, man. You know what I mean? Interesting thing. Do you think anyone gave a fuck about what Jenna Marble said on YouTube? No, no, of course not. But they're they're just looking for people now. I think, like anybody, any scalp they can get to like recruit to the team of outrage. You know what I mean? Like, so if you have, you could be like, maybe this is our ticket to stardom, Greeno. Maybe we'll be discovered in the future because maybe. they'll listen back to our podcast and realize how awful and racist and uh, what terrible people we are. Hopefully. And then we'll, mm, we'll be able crossed. to come out. We'll make a big apology, you know, and we'll say, look, we, we're really sorry. Uh, we were really terrible. What can we do? Can we do some fundraisers for you? You know, can we do some charity benefit, you know, nights and stuff like that? Maybe put on a tux. Can we do yep. that? Go to an awards ceremony, you know, hand out a plaque to somebody, some dead person or something, and we'll make it all better. We'll, we'll do whatever yep. we can. And then next thing you know, we're hosting the fucking Emmys, man. That's it blowing up yeah. now, uh, Damo. I, I like I, I'm with you on that, and you've you've seamlessly worked into uh, topic one beautifully. Thank you. Because after last week's show, I, I was kind of I was trying to prod uh, the the Twitter public mm. to to be outraged by our program. Now, if we, if we uh, you want to hit the step back in time for us, please. Absolutely, I'll hit the step back in time. So last week's podcast, when we were comparing uh, the varying forms of racism, depending on the races that say it, and mm. we, we made special mention of Eddie Murphy, and we proceeded to use the term faggots and niggas, niggas and faggots for <laughs> the better part of 
50, 60 times throughout the course of and the I, podcast. And I do now, I do have to clear up because I was listening to um, a YouTuber that I enjoy, a guy named Mersh, who like, yeah. was asked the question, uh, like, why doesn't Eddie Murphy come back and do stand-up? And the answer, like, because I'd never thought of it before, but if you think about it, there's no way that Eddie Murphy can come back and do stand-up because 50% of his stuff is like, man, look at all these faggoty niggas out here with their niggas and faggots. They're all smoking crack and sucking dicks. They're all faggots and niggas. You know, like, that's it. That's his act. So he's that's done. That's his act. That's his <laughs> he can't do that. Not in this day and age. Can't do it anymore. So, so I was intentionally kind of, like, prodding people, talking about how offended I was about our own podcast, hoping that would, like, spread an outrage kind of uh, babushka doll. Yes. And unfortunately, <laughs> the... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Would it be a babushka doll but in reverse? Because the outrage would have to grow. So you open yeah, up a basically. small doll and a bigger doll comes yeah. out. Comes in and engulfs it. Ah, that's, okay. that's what I was planning gotcha. on doing. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I don't know whether it worked out uh, for the better or, or worse. The advantage of only having six listeners mm. is that no one was offended. That's right. <laughs> We're nimble. So we can sit there go, we can sit there and go, faggots and niggas, niggas and faggots, as much as we want. Nobody and Like we did last week. And no one gives a fuck because we've only got six listeners. And yeah. I reckon out of those six, only two probably listen to the show. Yeah. We're just on mute in the background. B.E.'s not listening to the show. Like, he's a good man. He does the right thing. He subscribes. He downloads. He doesn't listen to it. No, he hates it. He just he, he waits till he sees the cue that his his portion of the show is going to come on yeah. and then unmutes it. He's, um, he's, always, he's always hated the show. And you remember, if you cast your mind back, he actually got in touch with us. And it was like, oh, wow, here's this random guy who's, like, for some reason has started listening to this show. And he's like, you know, he wants to get involved. And we he started sending us, like, reports from the UK and stuff. That's how we met BE. But in reality, back then, he thought, wow, these guys are really good. They're talented. I'll, I'll jump on board with them. And next thing you know, I'll be in the next phase of my career. But he's such a proud guy, he can't admit that he made a mistake. So he just hangs around now. <laughs> See, I, I was thinking it was the opposite, right? I think he looked at our show and he's like, this show's terrible. <laughs> the only way we can improve it is by him adding, say, eight minutes of content to it. Yeah. And at least eight minutes of our show ends up being listenable. I reckon there's a chance that he might have like uh, got involved with us as a form of like broadcaster pro bono work. Like we're underdeveloped, like, like community, underprivileged community broadcast. service. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, maybe a bit of uh, drinky, drinky, drivey, drivey. And, and they're maybe, like, look, you got to do 40 hours. Yeah. And under the radar is like, how about I help these guys out? That's and right. will that work? And the judge is like, yeah, yeah, just don't tell them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we just went from 16 to 10, he reports in the chat. <laughs> niggas and faggots, faggots and niggas. <laughs> Let's get that back down to six. That's our happy zone. Between, That's where we got to be. Between zero and six. Yeah, that's what we definitely need. Yeah. <laughs> Damo, the, the outrage has continued this week, Good. but uh, sometimes we see some some beauty uh, when it comes to outrage, yeah. where people respond to outrage in the right way. Now, on, on your wonderful program last week, The Daily Boogie, you were talking about the, the coon cheese um, and the very reactionary um, outrage by a so-called comedian that we won't name who basically decided to apologize for comments that once again, no one gave a fuck about cause they were eight years ago and this guy's irrelevant. Yep. Um, but he's like, well then he started going on. Well, how about we change the name of Coon? Yeah. And that's, that's since created a new different outrage and, and lo and behold, then people are claiming, Hey, gotta get, gotta get rid of that. This week, uh, we had in Australia, the, the changing of a couple of different names, Yep. of um, the the Redskins. Which Nestle. Is a, uh, yeah, so we have to explain to our American audience, of which there is six of them, 
Uh, the Nestle have two treats here, two candies, I guess you would call them. One is called yep. Redskins, and one is called Chicos, and they, both of these are beloved. You have to you have to understand in the oh. United States, people love these sweets, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're like a Jolly Rancher to the US, if you will. Exactly. Jolly Ranchers, they're popular in the US, right? Something like that. Exactly. Now I've never really a Reese's liked... Peanut Butter Cup, if you will. They're, oh, well, I don't know if I'd go that far because I I love a Reese's myself. I don't. I'm not a fan of the Chicos, Greeno. Could never trust them. <laughs> oh, see, I'm I'm all down for Chicos. Really, I don't I'm like them. Golf the whole bag. No, nah. nah, like Redskins, they they get they get shitty, they get stuck in your teeth. But Chicos, I'd smash a bag. Yeah, see, I would prefer a milk bar over a Redskin, like yep. every day of the week. But now we're getting off track. So uh, here's the announcement: Nestle today announced that it will change the name of its Redskins and Chicos lollies. This decision allows uh, acknowledges the need to ensure that nothing we do marginalizes our friends, neighbors, and colleagues. Greeno. <laughs> Mm. I, I, I don't know. How many uh, glutinous, uh, bite-sized brown people do you know, Greeno? Not you, many. Not many? Uh, these names have overtones which are out of step with Nestle's values. How long have these names been around, though, for Nestle? So it seems the values are quite fresh. 40 years? Yeah. 40 years. So these values, were, these values were discovered yesterday, perhaps. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, which are rooted in respect, Greeno. Nestle's values are rooted in respect. I don't know if you're aware of yep. that or not. While new names have not yet been finalised, we will move quickly to change those names, Greeno. So, of course, the outrage mob. Now, this is the this is the beautiful part here. So, first of all, a blue check mark on Twitter. Uh, Calla Folquist, I think her name is. She writes for the Guardian. She wrote, "How had this not happened already?" And I would say, "Well, probably because nobody gave a fuck, you know, yep. until yesterday." And then this was followed up from Daniel Chubb. Now, the name here is all important. Daniel Chubb is apparently an international relations expert, Greeno. Did you know that? Oh, I was not aware. Yeah, she's part of a study group. For, part of a study group for Deakin University, a research group. So uh, she wrote, maybe that poorly named cheese brand should take the same approach, did Daniel Chubb. T speaking, of course, about Coon Cheese. Uh, and to which she was replied to by Rude Kid, who wrote, and I quote, this is fucking perfect, that particular cheese is named after its creator. Maybe you ought to change your surname in case it offends overweight people. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. That's the way you respond to outrage, right there. Exactly how you respond. Now we will talk about that. Like once he sent that, he had to be running across the room to tell his partner about the perfect response to a sur someone with the surname Chubb. It's, it's just a thing of beauty. Absolutely. I was thinking about, um, you know, so we've we've moved on to the Redskins, the Chicos, the Coon Cheese. What else is out there that we could change the name of, Greeno? How about the Sydney I've Kings? Got, nah, I've got one for you, Damo. Okay. Well, I've hang on. Might, listen to mine first. The, Sid right, well, the Sydney Kings, right? Um, because yeah. a king, like that harkens back to the monarchy, which harkens back to colonialism. And as you'll, mm. as you'll remember, Greeno, colonialism, very, very offensive now to say oh, that yeah. Australia was colonised. So I was thinking as an outreach to the marginalised homosexual community, why don't we rename them the Sydney Queens? What do you think of that? Here we go. Hey, I like it. Everybody's happy now. <laughs> Demand it. Yeah. Demand it. Exactly. Change it to hot pink. Change the uniform yeah. to hot pink. The Sydney Queens, they can run out there with little frillies around the outside of the shirts. It'd be fucking amazing, don't you think? It's inclusive. I like it. Yeah, and we don't upset the monarchists either because the monarchists can say, well, the Queen is still in power. 
So, you know, That's like right. we can't be against the Queen. We love the Queen, so we can't be against mm. this name change. There you go. I'm down. All right, down. sign me up. Fixed. Fixed. Fixed the King. I don't know anything uh, about... I don't know anything about basketball. You don't know anything about homosexuals. We fixed it. <laughs> we fixed it. You're the right man. Ignorance is bliss. Uh, I, uh, we, we Last week we were talking about a, a few different um, places we, we chose to attack on. Uh, like, we, want, we need to fix it. We need to demand that these things be changed. We talked about Acropolis now. Yeah. What are you doing? Ah, me boss. Um, so we, we, we were trying to fix that because that was insulting to our, you know, our Greek, Greek brethren. Right. And, so it's, and it's very week, broken as a concept too, we might add. Very much so, yeah. Um, this week I, I decided to stick on the, the candy front to okay. piggyback on the Redskins and also Good. the, the Chico. You're staying focused. Now, once again, once again, I'm sticking to my theory that racism is racist, right? Mm-hmm. Because the only things that are racist are things said by white people. Yes. Um, so we've got to start looking outside that realm. Mm. And you mentioned it a little bit earlier. I demand, Amo, not, not me, yeah. on behalf of the show. Okay. I demand the lolly milkos. Yes. You know the milko bars? Yeah, I love which the milkos. In, in the same section as the Redskins. Mm. They need to change their name, and I demand it yeah. because I find it insulting to albinos. Ah, very good, very good point. Plus, not to mention, they're white lollies coming in a white packet, and they're right next to the redskins. They probably they probably stole the redskins' land on the shelf. If we're being honest here, like they probably kicked the redskins to the end of the shelf because let's face it, they're white. So what else are mm-hmm. they going to do? If you leave the white if you leave the white lollies on the shelf long enough, they'll just take over everything. Exactly, that's the problem. So Milko's, the name's got to go, Damo. I don't know what you want to call them. Maybe like a, a beiges or something. The beige. The beige, the cream, the white, the off-white, the ivory of the beige. The ivory of the beige, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I think our Albino brothers will be happy with that. But the, maybe that, that'll cause an issue with the fake tan people. Yes, that's true. We don't true. want to offend the fake tan people. No, we do want to offend the fake tan people because the fake tan people, Greeno, are appropriating somebody else's skin colour. Mm. And that's not allowed, you see. They're trying to... They're trying to portray false blackness, I think, the, the spray tan people. So we don't want that. We don't want to encourage yeah. that kind of behaviour. You're talking, you're saying uh, the anyone that gets a tan could be doing a, a lower grade form of blackface, Damo? Absolutely. They're, do, they're not just doing blackface. They're doing black thighs, black arms, black back, black right, stomach. Black cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Black, wow. b- black breasts. Black, black breasts at yeah. some of those beaches on the, on the east side. So <laughs> we're not going to allow that kind of behaviour. No, we can't have that, Damo. No, we, we can't, can't have it. We can't. A tan, <laughs> a tan is a form of subtle oppression, really. Yeah. Uh, I want to see all the white people slip-slopping and slapping. In fact, don't even go outside. Just stay in your homes at all times uh, and only go out at night time. How about that? Do you think we sure. maybe need to get a, a Dulux colour chart to work out the appropriate level of tan that is still considered okay? Yeah, like a, like a flip book. And then we can just walk like around. You can be tan between here and here, yeah. and you're in safe zone. Anything outside, you know, the the off white, yeah. then you're you're in uh, in danger of offending people. You're in the trouble. You're in trouble. We need to get you inside immediately. Exactly. <laughs> out of the sun. Yeah, out of the sun right now. You paint. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we're fixing a lot of stuff here tonight. This is very productive. We're thinking outside the square here. This is the untouched soil. Everyone, like, it's easy to sit there and be outraged by what's happening in in America and you know and whatnot. We're we're talking about the unspoken. 
Yeah. This is all the under the radar that no one in the mainstream media is touching on. Yeah, because they're gutless. To us they're gutless. Fucking piggyback it. That's right. We've got to take care of these issues. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's important because, you know, this really is the people's show. And if we can help people in their day to day lives, you know, um, if we can help people discover new ways how they're being abusive and bigoted and oppressing people that they weren't aware of before, I think it's our duty to do that. Don't you think? Unfair. No, 100% correct. Absolutely. Well, we're shooting up the chart. I can feel us shooting up the charts with this kind of content. <laughs> it's kind Sense of material. It. Yeah. Got to be offended. Packets and niggas, niggas and packets. Um, <laughs> can you get a Greeno story time for Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Tell right us start. a story. Let's I go. like stories about pinatas. Now, this is a bit of a long one, so you better you better buckle in. Mm. Um, so uh, this, uh, for the better part, about four weeks ago, uh, actually, I'll give some back backstory context before I get to my story. Okay. So uh, in quarantine time, lockdown time, uh, not much to do. I only leave the house once a week to go grocery shopping. Okay. A lot of hours to fill in between, you know, working, taking care of the kids. Still still got some a fair bit of time to fill the hours. Still a bit, uh, bit of sleeping, uh, taking a dump once a day. Are you a once a day man or a twice a day man? Uh, I spent so many cups of coffee, and I'm drinking a lot of coffee lately. So Chilled there's a few out. visits to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, where it, yeah, it, it's a it's a day by day thing, depending on coffee. Day by day. So now, that eats uh, a way out of your free time. I just want to establish how much time we're dealing with here before we get too far. There's still a bit of time left because okay. I'm not a. I don't get much sleep, so there's okay. still a fair bit of time to Good. fill. Because now, you know why? Uh, you know why? Because you're drinking too much coffee. <laughs> too much coffee. That's the problem. <laughs> But then I got nothing else to do, so I drink coffee to fill the hours. And then you can't sleep. <laughs> so you have to do more. Should, so you say so you drink more fucking coffee because you can't cycle. sleep. Yeah, can't sleep. <laughs> well, wait, might as well have a cup of coffee. So, <laughs> so I've been doing like plenty of exercise. The, the exercise routine's been off the charts. Like uh, pumping as many hours as I can, whether it be gym, baseball practice, uh, on the bike, whatever it may be. Plenty of hours covering the exercise yep. in, in quarantine, in lockdown. Okay. Now, uh, about four weeks ago, had a house inspection, plenty of cleaning, plenty of overhead duties involved, plenty of scrubbing. Mm. So after that weekend of just hardcore scrubbing areas that don't get touched on my house other than inspection week, yes. the, the, sh- the arms are feeling a little bit sore. But I still chose to exercise, still do baseball practice, uh, Plenty of different things going on. And I'm like, look, it's just a bit of muscle soreness. I'll let it slide. You'll be right. It'll recover just too much. You'll too survive. Much you 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 work you suck in the pain, Greeno. Like when you exactly. when you get one of those stingers in the upper body, you just, right. just suck in the big ones yeah. and then you're right. You're good to go. Send me back out there, coach. Yeah. The arm's a bit sore, the back's a bit sore. Good excuse to ask the the wife for a rub down. Uh-huh. You know, put like it's it's the perfect melding of, of scenario. Um but week one went past, and I thought, look, I, I didn't take a week off the exercise, week off the gym, because the arm just not feeling good. I'll let the muscles recover. So first week, I'm like, ah, oh, still not feeling too good. Second week, still, it actually was feeling worse. And I'm like, how is this possible? I've done nothing all week. Uh, now week two, still nothing, still feeling bad. So I got to week four of my shoulder, not being able to lift my kids and, you know, in pain every time I move my arm or lean on it. I'm like, look. I'm at the point now where I don't really don't want to go to a doctor, but I kind of have to. Like I'm, I'm Greeno, probably. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just have to address something in the chat. I have to address two things. Number one, uh, very happy birthday to 
Uh, Kimmy Y censored. It's her birthday, Greeno. Happy birthday, Kimmy. Happy birthday, Kimmy. And number two in the chat, I want to address Stefan, who said uh, they're having so much fun that they don't pay attention to chat. Stefan, I don't know if you've been listening to this show for uh, any length of time. Have you noticed how quickly Greeno speaks? <laughs> so it's actually quite difficult to find like a gap in what Greeno's saying to like just go through like what the chat's talking about. So I am I am constantly reading the chat, but then by the time it's my turn to speak, I'm actually addressing what Greeno says. So I don't get many chances to like look at the chat and say, well, this is what's happening in chat. The only time I can do it is when I interrupt him like this and to like which this. Greeno would reply to me usually something like... Can we, can we get back on with the show? I'm in the middle of a story here. There you go. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> This isn't this isn't chit chat time, Steph. Like, <laughs> We're not here for a haircut, mate. Here for a haircut, man. <laughs> one hour a week, where I get to talk my bullshit. And I'm talking. I want to hear to read shit. <laughs> I think we need to hit story time again because yeah. Steph's interrupting my story. I know, Steph, ruin it. Can somebody please kick Stefan out of the of the chat? <laughs> He's a troublemaker in there. I like He's stories about pinatas. <laughs> But he did buy one of your boogie t-shirts, so you know we'll, we'll cut did. into play. Well, dude, uh, I can, he can. I can go you one better than that. He actually got a boogie bumper fucking tattoo. A bumper tattoo. He got a boogie tattoo, man. There you go. Full on. That's like, that's, that's next level. That is next level stuff. Well, that no, that's not next level. That's top level. Like that you can't beat that. No, well he can. Next, I want I want him to get a tattoo on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Go all Mike Tyson on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Did Mike Tyson have it removed though? Nah, I think Mike still got the tat. Does he really? I thought he had his face tat taken off. Okay. Well, there, there you go. That's the next level. If you want to outdo Steph, if you want to be like a superior blockhead, face tat, like across the forehead. So there's yep. no missing it. And none of that long hair shit hiding it either. It needs to be front and center. <laughs> and right then go there. for a job interview. Is the story still open? I've lost track. I uh, will close it and then we'll open it again. I like stories about pinatas. You see what you've done, Steph? You've like derailed the whole fucking show. I like stories about pinatas. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, where was I? So anyway, got to the point where like I like I'm a big germaphobe anyway. That's why I've still been in lockdown. So yeah. the idea of having to go to a fucking doctor surgery was something I was not interested in doing. But like I said, literally couldn't lift my kids in to put him in the high chair, put him into bed over the weekend. So I thought, look, I probably need to get this looked at after four weeks of it not improving and nothing but rest. Hmm. So arranged the doctor's appointment. The doctor's like, yep, uh, all good. Come on in. Locked it in early in the morning. Now, the the doctor's appointment now is is uh, next level when it comes to the procedures involved. Oh, I can imagine. A doctor's consultation. Well, no because, because Greeno, you've got to keep the sick people out of the doctor's office. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> like when the, the people who had a temperature couldn't go into the pharmacy. Remember a couple of weeks back? Yeah, I do remember. The doctor's offices yeah. are usually right next to the pharmacy. Yeah. So, so, so we've solved the pharmacy issue, but we still have this persistent yeah. problem. If these sick people weren't getting prescriptions and they wouldn't be demanding access to the pharmacy, we've got to stop them getting into the doctor's office. Exactly, 100% right. So anyway, the, the new process involves... Oh, you know, we deserve uh, to be wiped out by a virus. We really do. A human so, beings. <laughs> that's good, man. It's good. Hear me out. So the, the process involves uh, a, a phone consultation whilst I'm sitting in the car park of the doctor's surgery uh, to cover off the, the basic details of, you know, why are you here? Uh, do you have any you know, cold and flu symptoms? Do you have a cough? You know, have you been to someone? Have you been to Melbourne in the last 14 days? Things like that. Wow, Once yeah. I said no, he's like, do you need to actually come in here or can we do this over the phone? And I'm like, well, I need a physical consultation. Check my shoulder. Yeah. Your call. 
And he's like, yep, you better come in. I did want so you to check in. my I did want you to check my prostate. You can do it in the car park if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just bend it. over the boot of the car, over the trunk of the car. Yeah, that's right. Lather up. So <laughs> duck on it. He's like, cool, come on in. I'll meet you at the front door. So we get to the front door. He opens the door. It's excellent. I don't have to touch anything. I walk in. He goes, sit over there. Wow. Like as far away as humanly fucking possible, that's your seat over there. Okay. Once again, I've got no qualms with this. But I'm like, how's he going to test my shoulder if he can't touch me? This is going to mm. be weird. Anyway, we get through the, the processes. He checks it all out. He's like, look, we need to send you for scans. So now I'm already, like, I already don't want to be in a doctor's surgery. Now I've got to go and get some scans and have other people touch me. So, <laughs> and not just one scan, I've got to get two scans. Yeah, and you, you're generally somebody who doesn't like being touched. Is that a fair thing I don't like being, uh, that's, that's correct. You know, yeah. stay the fuck away. Like, I'm not into, you know, any kind of you know, touchy, feely. I don't want any no of physical just, contact. Stay away. Um, so anyway, that's the plan. So then I call, So then I come home. I have to shower because I've just been to the doctor's surgery. This is early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm like shower number two for the day. It's fucking eight thirty in the morning. Right. Because I have my morning shower. Then I've had. A, I've come back from the doctor's. Got a shower. Got to strip down. Fresh clothes. Burn those clothes. Set those clothes on fire to make sure there's no germs on it. And then we re, we restart for the day. Okay. So then call call for get scans and they're like, yep, we can fit you in this afternoon. Excellent. Come on in. So I'm like, oh, it, it'll be okay. I'll, I'll go in. I'll, I'll stand outside so I don't have to sit with people um, and we'll, we'll be all good. But when I get to the actual scan place, they, they don't like reach out and go, oh, yeah, it's this person here. It's this person here. It's like, no, no, no. We call out your name and if you don't come, then fuck you. You missed your spot. Really? That's, uh, still- that's it. You're cut off. You're out. Yeah, you're cut off. So I've got to still sit in the the waiting area because I had to park a kilometre away because it's fucking Liverpool mm. and there's no car parks anywhere in Liverpool. Of course. So I couldn't even just wait in my car and say, hey, can you give me a yell? I'm just in the car park. No, mm. no, no. Come on in. So anyway, I, was, I walk in and I look straight ahead. And I don't know about you, Damo, but for me, this is an area that in a healthy environment, I wouldn't touch to begin with. But in a in the middle of a pandemic, I'm like, who the fuck's going in there? Now I don't know if you've seen the the water, uh, the free water at like a, a scanning place or a hospital, a doctor's yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, those and always in those really budget little plastic cups, and you know it's not That's even it. enough to like satisfy any kind of thirst that you might have. It's really you're just getting something to hold in your hand, really, when you get one it's, of those waters. Exactly. So I'm looking at this thing from afar and I'm like, really, in this day and age, is anyone actually touching that thing? Surely not. Like no. you're touching cups, you're touching handles, yeah. you're, you're touching faucets. It's a bit fucking all over the shop, right? People, people might have been coming straight out of the toilet where they've, you know, yeah. been wiping their ass and then they put their hand on the drink thing and then your mouth's touching it. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, that's mm. not happening. I'm not having any part of that. It's no good. So uh, <laughs> I was in the waiting room for 35 minutes. And I look over, I saw five people go and get a cup of water, really? including one dude who decided to fucking put his drink bottle that he touched his mouth on mm. under the actual faucet and fill up his own drink bottle. <laughs> See, he thought he was doing the right thing by not using the, the communal cup pile, but he's actually doing mm-hmm. the wrong thing because he's basically putting his mouth on the hole that the water <laughs> no, comes out of. 100% correct. So I'm like, Jesus, this is not good. Right. Uh so anyway, then I get get to the point where they're like, finally, I, they call my name, I go in, I get my scans done. Firstly, the people are like, you got to wash your hands, but then they start touching me. I got to take my shirt off. It's a bit awkward, man. Yeah, and yeah. the beat. The, it's the, the only beach, time in your. It's the only beach. time in your life where you would say it's awkward having your shirt off. Every other time, you're That's more fine. than happy to. Yeah. The beach was not there. However, I will say the chick that did the the X-ray hmm. definitely checking me out. <laughs> 
<laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Because she, she did that kind of like, she looked at me, then paused and looked back. And I'm like, this is mm. you. Um, and then didn't know what to say. I'm like, are you okay? Like, uh, yeah. I'm like, you were fucking checking me out. <laughs> so get in there, do the scans. Fine. And then I'm like, excellent. I'll pick them up. I'll walk out. I can read the scan, say what's, what's all, all good to go. Yep. No, no, no. Come back the next day. 11 o'clock the next day, come back what? and fix again. That's no, what and then you have to go through the whole fucking procedure again. Exactly. So then I come home after uh, that first scan, fucking take the clothes off, burn them, shower, scrub yep, up, yep. Uh, full disinfectant, and then good to go. That's my third shower of the day. Um, so then two days pass. It gets to the point where I can call. I go, I've got to make another appointment with my doctor to get the scan results. <laughs> it's insane. So they're like, can you do it? They're like, oh, do you want a tele tele conversation or yes. do you want a, uh, or do you want to come in? I'm like, no, no, no. If you can tell me more results over the phone, fuck yeah, let's lock it in. Let's do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we can, we can do that now. Cause normally they're not allowed to do it, but in right. this day and age that they, they can. Yeah. Uh, when, but you're saying when the kids are going are, off, when people they are, are they're constantly screaming in the background, mate. <laughs> Deal. You got kids, man. You understand? They don't stop fucking screaming, man. Yeah. I like. I like how like all of these because before coronavirus, right? I've tried to call up and say, "Look, just give me the fucking results over the phone." Like I've got to go to work. I can't afford to sit. And my doctor is notorious. Like you'll you'll have an appointment. You'll sit there for two hours after your appointment time waiting to get in. It's fucking it's ridiculous. So I'm like, I've asked before, like, hey, just give me the result. I'm on the phone right now. Just like, give me the results right now. Oh, we can't do that because of privacy. I'm like, nobody cares about my fucking blood test. You know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> fucking nobody's listening in on this. You know, like, it's fine. It's just you and me, babe. Just give me the yeah. fucking results and we're good to go. No, no, no. You have to come in. But you know why they want you to come in, don't you? So they can scan the Medicare card. So they get paid for it. Yeah. You, That's right. You don't get paid if you give people results over the phone. So they, oh, you know, you've got to come in, the privacy and stuff. But now, all of a sudden, because coronavirus, oh, no, we'll just give it to you over the phone. Oh, and it's like, oh, because it suits you, because it would be more work for you if I came in now, wouldn't it? You'd have exactly. to fucking wipe shit down. You'd have to organize people in the waiting room. All of a sudden now, because you have to do something instead of just sitting on your ass answering the phone, now it's like, well, just give it to him over the phone. Now I feel like going in there just to spite them and like fucking touching everything and spitting everything and having 15 cups of water and just leaving them lying around the office. <laughs> Fuck you! Where's my result? I didn't, I didn't want to, have to shower again, so I was yeah. happy with the phone. I'm gonna here. have I'm gonna have one cup of water every five minutes. I'm here and I don't have my results. Let's go! Like give them an ultimatum. Fuck them. <laughs> so I'm like, let's go to the phone convo. I don't want to come in. Don't want to shower. So the the guy calls me and he's like, look, ah, uh, we've just realised we forgot to take some details when you first actually came here hmm. that we need for our, our records. Blah blah blah. Oh, for you, here, your we back go. here we go. Um. <laughs> You mind if we cover it now? And I'm like, look, I don't care, man. As long as you give me my results, I'm sweet. Right. Now, they went through the, the bunch of questions. The question they asked, one of the questions he asked was, oh, how much uh, uh, how much out do you, do you consume alcohol? And if so, how much do you consume? And I'm like, well, this is a fucking very interesting question. <laughs> this question's rigged. Talking, <laughs> are we talking lockdown drinking? Exactly. Or are we talking before March drinking? Yeah. Because I think it's unfair to judge me on lockdown drinking. Because that's just fucking open season. Correct. So I went back to pre-lockdown drinking, hmm. answered it, and as you do whenever you answer one of these questions from a doctor or an employer, you halve what you actually do drink. Correct. <laughs> because you don't want to give them the honest answer. Yeah, it's like it's like go, well, the selling it's like the selling the car mentality. Like, 
have you yeah. really flogged this car? No, no, I've only taken it out like three times a week, you know, for the last 10 years. I've barely, barely even fucking driven it. You don't give people it's, the truth. You're trying to sell them something. True. You're trying to sell them and a lie. And they know, they know you're halving it, yeah. so they're already expecting it. So I go so half you should, half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you should, you should quarter it then. <laughs> I quarter it. I quarter it because they're already expecting me to halve it, so I'm like, I'm going to quarter it. So I give them my answer, and the doctor's like, ooh, we don't recommend that much. I'm like, ooh, I've given you a quarter of my pre-lockdown drinking. What the fuck would he have done if I gave him the honest answer of my lockdown drinking? Jesus. That would have been the perfect uh, that would have been the perfect time to say to him, like, oh shit, really? Because I only told you like 20% of what I really drink. <laughs> so we got through that aspect of the, the conversation. Then he finally gets to the results. He's like, look, we've done the x-ray, the x-ray's all good. The x-rays come back clean. And I'm like, cool. All right. Now, I'm at, at that point, I'm I, I'm starting to kind of uh hedge my bets of what I want to hear now. Because if the, the next test comes back as, yes, that's also clear, mm. I've got pain for no reason and there's no way to fix it. Oh, good. But if I if I hear something and I'm like, well, at least I can fix it, but then I know there's something wrong with my shoulder. So it's a bit of a Sophie's Choice situation of Correct. which way I don't know I wanted to go. Now, uh, the, the outcome ended up being the worst case scenario of there wasn't just one thing wrong with my shoulder in the second scan. There's two separate things that are fucked simultaneously that I didn't realize oh. that is causing pain on both ends of my shoulder. Right. So I'm like, well, I don't know if this is good news or not. To the point where they're like, well, we need to fix problem one first to work out how much pain's being caused by problem two before we can look at fixing problem two. Oh, my God. <laughs> so You can't even fix the problem of people filling up their own home bottles on your fucking water machine. How are you going to yeah. fix my shoulder here? That's it. We got there in the end. So at least we established that. So I'm like, excellent, cool. I need to go and get uh, some procedure done next week. I'm mm. like, cool. Are you just going to email me that? Oh, no, no. you got to come in to get that referral. <laughs> <laughs> I like stories about pinatas. <laughs> so, so Dave, I get to the next tier, and I've realized that uh, doctor's surgery. So I had to go in to get the, the particular the referral. referral. We'll go to an ad after I finish this, this bit. We go through um, the whole process again, burning the clothes, scrubbing down. No, this this was next level. This was better, right? Because I don't have to see the doctor. He's left at the front desk. Ah, good. So I go in and I have to call when I'm outside, right? So I have to call and go, hey, I'm speaking to said, hey, I'm here to pick up this this referral. Hmm. Here's my name. Here's my details. Uh, do you mind, like, am I able to come in? No, no, no. We'll bring it to you. Oh, so good. they sneakily come out. Out the door, hand it out so I don't have to touch anything. Like, a, they like, like you're doing a drug deal. <laughs> you're in my vine, man. And as I'm driving back, I came home and told my wife, I'm like, I felt like I just scored because it was like security phone calls was all in code. I had to, I had to park down the street. I had to pretend I wasn't there to see someone. Like the only thing I, wore, I missed walking out was with a big bag of fucking heroin. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out.
There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls remember if you want to get in touch with us the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird follow greeno at the starting block one we we'll drop the k at the end follow me at boogie bumper greeno we were talking about coronavirus before and all of the rigmarole and bullshit that you have to go through just to go to the doctor's office and like yep. the the kind of the kind of uh, insane you know processing that needs to take place now just to get like a referral statement, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we we like to keep track of people here on this show who are coming up with solutions, and sometimes those solutions I think can be scary or confronting for some people. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when they come up when they hear something new, and we like to put these people because you know the first time you hear something it may be a little strange, but then the more you hear it. Uh, you may get more used to the idea. So we've come up with a little segment called Hero or Douchebag, Greeno. And this week's edition of Hero or Douchebag uh, comes from this woman who is giving, I believe, a public statement to her local health officials or the local government or something. Is that right? I believe so. We we like to dip our toe in the, the local government coverage yeah. uh, here here on the show. Big fans of it. Big fans. <laughs> Big fan. It's the it's and the community it's the community commissioner's workshop, apparently. There we go. Yeah. Uh one of our faves. Yeah. <laughs> I never miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this lady, uh hero or douchebag, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the way she presented the the uh, I guess it's the mask debate the mask over debate. in the US. Yeah. Uh, somebody <laughs> stop me. <laughs> Smoking. Oh, not that mask. No, not that, but different. Oh, a different mask. Okay. Well, let's see what she's got to say for herself, anyway. And I just, I'm, I'm, at the end, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Play that again. Make sure I heard that correctly. Thanks. This is this is at a, a like a parliamentary thing. Here we go. The, the, the county commission workshop. The workshop, yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm, 
at the end, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? She says I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe, but she's wearing tight blue jeans, Greener. Mm. Now, see, I would have been more. I would have been more convinced had she be wearing like a skirt or something or a dress. Yep. Even I'll, I'll accept a dress. But airing in, out, yeah, it's summer. It's summer over there, man. That's right. She should be in in very free flowing things. Things ain't breathing. With that, those tie jeans. No, definitely. I def I definitely think this is a an obvious case of stank crack happening here <laughs> in the blue jeans. And I mean, you know, the air conditioning in these government meetings is never particularly good. You know, they've got to cut the, they've got to turn the air conditioning off now, Greeno, because it spreads coronavirus, you see. Uh, Kim Kimmy's got a solution. Cotton is the answer. Cotton, cotton jeans. Natural cotton. Cotton breathes, yeah. Greeno. Breathes, yeah. Yeah. So hero or douchebag, what are we going for? Um, look, the the fact that she showed up to that and that that was pre-written. Uh, she she's like, hey, I've got I've got a I got a zinger. Got my little viral <laughs> moment. I got my viral moment. Uh, I, sorry, Monica's just pointing out jeans are cotton. Are they? So, is denim cotton? I don't know. I don't wear jeans. I can't tell you. Even jeans, but I definitely don't look at the label. Okay, no. Why would you? Um. I'm going to go douchebag because because of the reasons you've outlined. The yeah. fact that she hasn't backed it up with a very free-flowing skirt, she hasn't proved that she's free-balling either. No, that's right. We need just we we're going to have to I'm sorry, sorry, we're going to have to see some gash. <laughs> we we need some basic instinct at the county, was it county commissioners uh, uh meeting. <laughs> meeting, whatever it may be. Nice that's the only way. We can be comfortable that, uh, you know, she's telling the truth. Otherwise, it's fake news, Damon. Fake news, great. It's fake news. Too much fake news. If we don't see this woman's vagina, we're going to have to put it down to the Democrats spreading more fake news. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the presidential election's about to kick off. Are they kicked off already? Where are we at with that? Oh, yeah, they never stop now. Now, as soon as, like, one guy gets elected, they just the election starts the very next day. So, you know. All right. So the was it the first Trump rally for his uh, yeah, in Tulsa, the, Oklahoma, Greeno, Oklahoma. Yeah, was throughout the course of this week, and the the big story that kind of came out of it, aside from the fact that he, he drank a glass of water, was the, <laughs> the fact that he couldn't sell out. There wasn't many people at the venue. There was about five grand at the venue. Now I don't know whether it was the lack of interest or whether there was health concerns. People didn't want to be in big crowds. Mm. Um, whatever, whatever the point may be. Uh, the next day I saw on Twitter that the Wiggles were trending. Oh. And I'm like, don't tell me fucking Jeffs didn't wake up. Is that, <laughs> is that the problem? Don't tell what me happened? Don't Jeff- tell me Captain Feathersword has gone back to a life of piracy, Greedo. He's gone viral. Captain, he's, he's, got, he's set loose. Yeah. Um, he's, he's missing but- those days of raping and pillaging. He wants to get back to it. <laughs> All of this singing for fucking slack-jawed, snotty-nosed brats has got him thinking of the high seas again. So it turns out that that exact same venue. I don't that, know how uh, many people he's going to kill with that feather, though. <laughs> I don't know how effective he's going to be. He might have to trade it in. Might have to get himself yeah, an actual very, sword. Very inclusive. Um, that, the the exact same venue that President Trump could only get six six grand to six hundred people. Yeah. Apparently, like a year ago, Wiggles sold that fucker out. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> they really did. So there was a picture of the Wiggles at the venue with like 30,000 people, 30,000 kids there and parents, but then President Trump with like five grand and plenty of empty seats. Now, I know like what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at here. 
Now we may have to change. We may have to change a few rules. Like number one, you have to be born in the United States to be president. We have to change that one, and we have to change the. uh, We can only have one president at a time, and we'll have to change that. So we'll have four presidents in in the White House at the one time, all in their uh, assorted coloured skivvies, singing to the press. The Wiggles for President 2020, Greener. That's what I want to see, Damo. Fixed it. Fixed it. There's just too much, too many problems in the US at the moment. I don't, personally, I don't trust Trump. I don't trust Biden. And who's the other dude that's still in contention? Uh, uh, no, he, no, he's not really in contention. But <clears throat> let's be honest here. Uh, for a long time, the politicians have been treating, you know, the voters like children anyway. We may as well go the full step and just admit we are children. So like let's it. let's Is elect it? the Wiggles. They they are legitimately going to teach uh, treat us like children without disrespecting our intelligence, right? They're going to say, "Hello, little boys and girls, vote for the Wiggles, and you'll get a really fun song." And everyone's going to go, "Yeah, I want a fun song. Fuck yeah! Why don't we vote for fun songs?" You know Sign I mean? me up. Sign me up. He's on. on he's on thinking day. So once again, fixes. I know nothing about American politics. You know nothing about children's songs. Between us, we're the right men to fix it. We've done it. So. So you're, you're right. I like I like your idea. We need all four as president. We need you know we need your your Anthony, your Lockie, your Simon, and your Emma. We need them all four co-president. Yeah, because they have a habit. See, it's been a problem in the past, Greeno. Uh, presidents being assassinated. Now the mm. Wiggles do have a habit of dying, unfortunately. So if we can have four of them in there at one point, it's been it, no it, Wiggles off yet. If, if if one knocks off, then we've still got three left. You know what I mean? We can have them in three different, four different states at four different times. It'll be fucking immense. You can't kill them all at once. Think about the advantage they've already got because it's all about being out there on the tour, right? Correct. To get elected. Yeah. Now, if you can have like four different wiggles all in different states, you're quadrupling your productivity immediately. Absolutely. Um, You can't campaign. You can't debate against four people at once, especially when, you know, you say something like, well, what are the, what are the wiggles plans for welfare reform? And they'll go, Hey boys and girls, everybody wants free money. (laughs) You can't argue against that. Can't argue with that. Let's have um, free money up here. Vote for me. Free money up here on the stage for free. Our opponent doesn't want to give you any money. Vote for me, me, me in 2020. There you go. There we go. Beautiful. So we've got the Wiggles as the presidential candidate. I'm thinking maybe Dorothy the Dinosaur as the chief of staff. Yeah, absolutely. Like it. She's the enforcer of the group, Greta. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe uh, Captain Feathersword is Secretary of State. Yes, because no one's going to fuck with Captain Feathersword. He's a hard-ass greener. That's right. And Wags the dog, obviously the easy choice of Vice President. <laughs> of course. He will just, he will, he's very loyal, Greeno. He's loyal. Exactly. Fucking de- <laughs> fixed it. We fixed America. Nice, spread, the, spread the word, Kimmy. Spread the word, Steph. Yep. Spread the word, Monica. Let's get out there. We, we fixed America. The Wiggles for 2020. For the Presidents. <laughs> For the presence, <laughs> <laughs> Damo, uh, can we give a, a nice Gary to America while we're nice while we're here? Gary. Because they've decided to deal with the COVID issue in a different way to the rest of the world. Mm. They've gone look, you know, everyone in the rest of the world is doing their best. They're locking things down. They're not not interacting. Business is shutting down. Yeah. Uh, the the biggest fear everyone's worried about. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll cure it. The second wave, Damo. The second wave, like we're having it in Melbourne now. Like it's fucking skyrocketing. Uh, it's the second, second wave, wave already. I only just got the first one. 
Fuck. First one's out of the way, but the second wave's coming. It's happened everywhere it's been. Now, uh, America, thinking outside the square, thinking cerebrally, if mm. you will, has gone, look, we know the best way to avoid a second wave. How's that? Let's just never get out of the first wave. <laughs> How are they planning on staying in the first wave, Greta? They're just going to stay on that first wave forever because those numbers, yet yeah, so far, all the all signs point you up. Ah, well, but the, the, the sequel's never as good as the first movie, though, Greeno. Let's be honest exactly. here. The sequel's are always disappointing. Yep. I like it, though. Thinking outside the square, Damo. You can't have a second wave if you never get out of the first wave. Well, I mean, if you uh, wanted, to, if you wanted to stay in the first wave, Greeno, and you were you wanted to you wanted to look like you were doing the right thing, but you also wanted to stay in the first wave because the second wave's never as much fun as the first wave, Greeno. But, so you say to everybody, look, we've we, we've got this idea. We want you all to wear masks all the time. So everybody has to wear a mask wherever they go. And then you come up with one of these, Greeno, I think, is a great way of staying in the first wave, if you are indeed concerned about the waves, Greeno. You, have yep. you, you sent this through, this mask. Let's have a look. Yeah. The sippy mask. <laughs> Sippy mask. So for those listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Um, it's a mask where you can peel off the mask to still be able to have a drink, maybe uh, a in this bit lady scenario. Yeah. Bit of bite to eat. Uh, she's at a nightclub, so maybe duck off to the bathroom, put a cock in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever they want to do when they take the mask, peel it back. Hmm. Um because we all know that uh, viruses are not transferred directly through that big hole in your face, otherwise known as the mouth. So as long as yeah. you as you can have like dirty things, like you know, say a communal drink bottle, or you know, a breadstick at a buffet, greeno that hasn't been touched by fifty kids already and like dropped on the floor and then put back in the thing, that's all fine. As long as you're wearing your mask, you can open up the mask, pop that little sucker right in there, crunch, crunch, yeah. all good to go. Nothing's gonna happen. Safety first. Safety. Bro, <laughs> people are fucked. Spying <laughs> <laughs> this shit. I don't know. <laughs> Rich idiots. Like uh, I did a I did a story on my show the other day, Greeno. Like a fucking there's an outlet store that's opened up. I can only assume in California, and mm -hmm. it's opened up, and it's like it's called COVID Essentials, and so it's just it's like a high fucking it's a high tier uh, retail outlet for coronavirus accessories, Greeno. So it's like designer face masks, fucking. Uh, I the, saw that on your show during the week, right? So and yeah. like the, this is the thing. I can like even though I think it's fucking stupid, I can't be against it because it is taking money off rich idiots. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's going in there and buying a twelve hundred dollar Gucci face mask. Who am I to deny the person selling it? You know, like that's like no, no. If we can bleed these rich fuckers of this this money that they're just desperate to throw away then so mm. be it. So I'm all yeah. for it. Like, it's a good fucking idea. I'm with idea. it, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm upset um, I didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyone who can milk off this, go nuts. Go nuts. Like the people who, who are selling face masks for 50 bucks. Exactly. Fuck face masks. Actually, uh, can we do a bit of a, this isn't a Greeno story time. This is a, a big fella story time, if oh, you will. Okay. I like stories about pinatas. So this is a uh, big fella is my my dad and uh, he, he dropped off. It was my wife's birthday last week and you know, they dropped off a card and they were talking about how early in the day they'd gone to uh, get their flu shots. Mm. They'd done so at the pharmacy. But before they got the flu shots, they're like, oh, look, you know, you can get a mask before you come in. Two bucks. Mm -hmm. 
So he's like, yeah, 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 okay, you know, we'll, we'll get the mask, no dramas. They got the register, and they're like, ah, oh, that'd be six bucks. And I'm like, wow, no, 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 that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Like, why'd you buy a third mask for? He's like, we didn't. But they'd upped the price of the mask. They were telling them it was two bucks after uh. they'd already got it. They then charged three bucks. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Because by then, it's like, well, fucking too late. You got the mask, wow. you put it on, you pay for it. Wow, the mask market is very dynamic, isn't it? <laughs> like, it is. From and the time you pick it up at the shelf to when you get to the cash register, the mark, the value has gone up 50% mm. in that time. Exactly. 100% <laughs> right. You already stocked it. Stuck in. So I'm like, well, yeah, got to think outside the square. Absolutely. Just charge an extra buck. No one can do anything about it. <laughs> we can close that story. Fantastic. I like <laughs> stories about pinatas. Story was funnier in my head before I said it. Uh, regretting it, we'll, we'll edit that out. Uh, mate, mate, this whole show is funnier in our heads before we do it. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> makes it sense. <laughs> um, Damo, we're at the point of the show where we have to get a little bit of self-indulgent. Hmm. Got to be a little bit narcissistic because okay. that's what we do on the show. Good. Um, we're we're still on this issue where we cannot. We're trying to find a way to crack into the personal journal rankings. That's right. It's a very tough nut. We we didn't give the personal journals rankings the appropriate amount of respect, I think, before we started this mission because we thought this is the soft underbelly of the podcast world. It's just going to be whining, moaning women talking about fucking salons and shit. Like we're going to yeah. get into this. We're going to get into this ranking one way or another. It's fine. We're not com- we're not competing with the comedy big wigs. We're not competing with the fucking heavyweights of the sports world. We're not competing with the news and politics. We're going in right where it hurts, Greeno. Like right in the yeah. soft spot. But it's been tough. It has been tough. And look, I-, I could do a couple of things. I could actually sit here and promote the show, but that seems like a fair bit of effort. So I'm not going to do that. Well, you're too busy, um, too busy being... washing up for the doctor constantly and drinking exactly. coffee. Exactly. Now, be. B is doing a, a cracking job uh, getting the, the hashtag out there of, uh, what is it, me plus three for TSB. That's right. Um, and uh, uh, can we give a nice Gary to Mofo Stormfan? Nice Gary! Who uh, this week was, uh, he, he kind of got in touch with us and said, look, I've done it. I've, I've, I've told my friends they got to subscribe. But it's very difficult to explain to people that subscribe, but they don't want you to listen. <laughs> He goes, they don't, they don't understand. He goes, people that don't listen to just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> because you've got to say, hey, man, check out this podcast. And they're like, great, what's it about? Can't tell you because I don't really want you to listen to it. Just just, yeah. just sign up, but don't listen to it. Why well, would I do describe. that? Trust me. It's just yeah. this, this The hosts right. recommend you don't listen. Correct. So uh, good on him, though. He's spreading the word. Big yeah. thanks uh, and tip of the hat to, to Mofo Stormfair. Nice, he gets a nice carry. Um, but I'm thinking I've got to start, I've got to start negotiating Damo. Mm. And I think the best way to do it is a subscription trade off. Ah, okay. So I think what I need to do here is I think we need to start reaching out to other more successful podcasts. Right. Okay. And going, look, you, you got to subscribe to our show. We'll subscribe to your show. We'll increase your subscriptions whilst you do us. You don't have to listen to our show. We don't plan on listening to yours anyway, mm. but trading it off to try and get those subscription and those ranking numbers up. I what do like you reckon? This. I like this. Just a flagrant like uh, sub for sub arrangement. Like let's just openly exactly. say we're not promoting our material because we don't even like our material. We don't like your <laughs> material, but we'll subscribe yeah. to your shitty show if you subscribe to our shitty show and we both gain we net one subscriber each. 
Exactly. Now, once again, the reason we don't promote this show is because we're honest. We can't go out and go, it's a fucking great show. You should listen because we don't believe it ourselves. No, we don't. That's why we don't want people to listen. Correct. But this way, at least we're, it's a bit of give and take. Hmm. It's like a relationship here, but we're going to do it with random strangers for subscriptions. Yeah. So if you know anyone who has a podcast who wants to do a subscription trade-off. Yes. Get in touch with us at the starting block. We will announce it on the show. We will plug them on the show. We'll plug them on the show. We will get our six listeners to subscribe to your podcast. Yep. And we'll obviously do it ourselves on the, the trade-off. I think this is a win for everyone else, right? Well, because tell you what. Let we're me... going to give them six. Yes. And they're going to give us only one back. That's because right. Because we're just asking them to subscribe. Okay. Well, let me start the ball rolling. And it's probably more symbolic other than anything. I, I'm pleased to announce, Greeno, that right here, right now, the Daily Boogie podcast will be subscribing to the starting block finally. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. There you go. I like it. So we can get a trade. We can get a subscription back in return, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Consider okay. it done. Done. Well, there done. you go. That's how easy it is, guys. See? That's how it's yep. done. That's how it's done. How it's done. Yeah. Can't complain about that. Now, Damo, I, uh, outside of the subscription trade-off, the other idea was to try and, similar to what we did with the, the Fergo and League Freak podcast, yes. mo- mooch off a more successful podcast. Ah, infiltrate. <laughs> yeah, like supple on the teat yeah. and, and just kind of like follow it where we can to try and get some listeners <laughs> off other podcasts. Okay. And I managed to succeed in getting our name out there mm. on a very successful podcast, the ESPN Baseball Tonight podcast, Yep. where normally they do uh, tweets and uh, questions sent in from uh, listeners at the arse end of the show. And I've had a couple of uh, mentions on that. I've sent in questions like, yep, here's what I think about this team. But I sent in kind of a, a tweet – there was a bit more – it ended up being a three-tweet uh, soliloquy, if you will. Nice. Where I was like, look, I've got I've got something to say, Buster, because the host is Buster only. I'm like, I've got some things to say, man. Listen um, here, Buster. He must get that all here. the fucking I'm, time. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I think you should do your very successful podcast. Good, good, good start. So, good so, opening, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to use my experience of not being able to crack the top 250 of a personal journals podcast mm. and tell you how to do your podcast that is very successful. It's probably better. top five in the sports rankings or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely top five. Uh, has, has probably a million downloads a week. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I've told him, lo and behold, he tweets me back later in the week oh, to go, shit. hey, talk, we talked about what you, you sent through. On last week's show, I assumed it was going to be the arse end. Yeah. No, no, no. They fucking opened with my thing. Well, do you want Let's have a listen. Let's have a listen to it. This is Baseball Tonight, the podcast. This is the Baseball Tonight podcast for Friday, June 19th, 2020. Producing from his home studio in the foothills of Connecticut is Taylor Schwenk. I'm Buster Only, uh, working from my home studio in New York. Now, I got this bleacher tweet from a listener, the starting block. Uh, Hey, there he is. I understand why I've discussed it at length the last few months, but it's become predominantly the labor negotiations podcast as opposed to a baseball tonight pod, (laughs) a distraction of a week of nothing. He's reading out your criticism of his show. (laughs) (laughs) But baseball talk with guests would be a great show. 
And so, I, you know, I got this and I was thinking about it. And I, I feel like, uh, Taylor, it'd be great to bring the listeners behind the curtain about open how the kimono, we've been dealing with their, all this. They open yeah, their own kimono. That's They're it. They're stealing oh. our shtick. This is Inception, Greeno. You're planting, <laughs> you're planting the seed of the starting block deep, deep, deep into the mind of Buster. They've never done a kimono pull. I've listened to this show every episode since 2013, and they do like five a week. I haven't missed a second of any show. That may be their first kimono pull during a time where they're responding to my tweet to open their fucking show. There you go. Can we just give a... Nice, Gary! ...to Tyler Glasnow and Buster Greeno for the mention. Thank you so much. Well, that's what... Tyler Glasnow is the guest. It's, oh, uh, Buster Olney Oh, fuck and... him. Fuck you then, Tyler. Yep. Fuck him off. Tyler, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Tyler, you mooching son of a bitch. Uh, thank you, though, yep. to Buster. Hey, would you agree? Let's uh, let's go over that. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, at the beginning of all this, you know, we wanted to provide a distraction. You know, we were still committed to doing the pod five days a week. But, uh, you know, the starting block is right. The last couple of weeks, we've really devolved into yeah, the back and forth. starting block is right. The starting block is right, Greeno. That they no, should change the way they do their very successful podcast. <laughs> they're, they're, take, they're now taking the starting blocks advice. <laughs> <laughs> this can only end in fucking tears for ESPN's baseball tonight. <laughs> Utterly fantastic stuff. Anyway, there, I think still, they still keep going on about it. Oh, really? Okay. Worth of the labor yeah, yeah. negotiations. And honestly, we're going to probably play the podcast, you know, like the negotiations. It's sort of a day-to-day thing. You know, we're, we're hoping that we might get an agreement this weekend. It sounds like it's trending in some sort of direction, at least away from the uh, the doldrums of, of April and, and May. But uh, I, I think we got to, you know, starting next week, we're going to have to start playing it by ear. And, you know, when we do show up, hopefully we can bring you some, some more baseball fun. But uh, that's just kind of where we're at. And that's wow. a reflection on, on the state of the game, honestly. Yeah, and starting block, when we started this, um, we we really – I felt it was important. Taylor felt it was important. Like, people do not want to hear day after day. They're really now just really – like, the show's all about you now, Greeno. <laughs> I was dumbfounded. They give any tweet, like, 20 seconds max normally. Yeah. We're a minute and a half into their show, and they're still going. They're, they're explaining they're about to change the way they do their show because they're, they're now Because like, of you. Yeah, you're right. People are sick of fucking listening about labor negotiations. <laughs> it's because of you. Because you you added them and you said, listen, listen here, champ. Uh, I think it's time that you make some changes around here. <laughs> I think it's time. We've you- been doing this thing for a decade now. Yeah. Let me tell you a thing or two about podcasting. Look, look, we've been running a podcast for nearly 10 years. And let me tell you something, sport. If you want to make it in this business, you've got to listen to criticism. <laughs> Day after day about what might be about the negotiations about coronavirus, which is why for, you know, for two and a half months, we went heavy into the storytelling, you know, bringing on great guests like Dave Roberts yep. and Aaron Boone. Yeah, it was good, but now it's not. And we're, we're here yeah. to let you know, <laughs> uh, you know, David Wells, the Hall of Fame week that we had on the general manager week we had. Yeah, but that was in the past, man. Quit living in the past, man. On so that we could tell baseball stories and focus on that. And then in the last couple of weeks, as we thought we were getting closer to a deal, we talked more about the, the uh, labor situation. As Taylor said, I think that we will get a deal because they're close, but who- we're back to talking about the fucking deal again. He didn't learn a thing. <laughs> and wait, I, let him finish. Let him finish. These two sides. It's crazy how they can't work together. And as Taylor said, we will adjust accordingly. If there's not a deal <laughs> in the next few days, 
then we probably will begin to cut back on the number of podcasts as we wait until Whoa. we actually get some real base. You've actually got them now doing less podcasts. Of their <laughs> less episodes of their very successful podcast. This is huge, Greener. Baseball, and we'll get back to the storytelling uh, when we do a podcast. Today, we'll take a little bit of a go. break from the... Okay, there you go, Greener. Well, and, and then they took a break. Yeah, sorry. Let, let him finish that, that point. Okay. You guys. The latest then we'll labor take- machinations. We'll talk some about it with Jesse Rogers, but we also have a fun conversation with a raised Tyler like, Glass now. You're going to stop talking how- about that then? Now we're going to talk with... <laughs> Taylor Glass now instead. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Now, Damo, my first question is, the does that should that count to our ratings? Anyone that downloaded that podcast? Yeah, that's a good point. It really should. It really, it really should. should. It was all yeah. about you. Now, exactly. Yeah. So, so my theory is, or at least like a percentage. So if they spoke about our show or, or our comments for, you know, 8% of their program, we should get 8% of their ratings tacked on to the block ratings. That's, that's my fair. theory. I'll take eight, eight, I'll take 8% of their downloads. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get here because they fair. get a million. So 8% yeah. of that, we're happy with that. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, but my theory was on the back of that, we got so much exposure on the ESPN podcast. Surely, surely we could piggyback that into some rating success. Yes, let's go. Podcast. Let's see how the results came out. Come on, give me the good fucking news. Unfortunately, we still couldn't crack the top 250. <laughs> here's what changed. did make the top. Here's what nothing changed. Nothing it was changed. status quo. Okay. We, got no, we mustn't have got a new download. Oh, well. um, so so here's what did make the rankings, Damo. We like to highlight the who we're chasing down. Once again, we're not going for number one. We're just trying to crack the top 250. Okay. So we, we target the shows that we feel that we're probably more entertaining than. Now, at number 246 on this week's personal journal rankings, mm. you've got... The Autobiography of Benjamin Franklin by Benjamin Franklin. By Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Now, Benjamin uh, Franklin's uh, dead, Greener. Now, that is interesting. Benjamin Franklin's been dead for 200 years, Damo. <laughs> so a podcast that's written by someone who's been dead for 200 years, reading a story about someone who's been dead by 200 years, <clears throat> outranks this show. I know he's a smart guy, but how did he find the? Uh, how did he upload his podcast to iTunes 200 years ago? It's a very good question. And it took a long, it, it took a long time to take off, didn't yeah. it? This podcast, Jesus, <laughs> and could only crack two forty six on the personal journal rankings. Yeah. Uh, Damo at two hundred and thirty seven, yeah. we've got another word for lesbian. And a podcast. Oh, now, that's the uh, that, that's the title. I thought you were going to say it's called like the Dyke Show or something. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's another called word another for word for lesbian. Right, right. Now, my theory is now they haven't plural. There's no plural there. Mm. So that should be a very short podcast. Like right. another word for lesbian. Uh, welcome to this week's show of uh, another word for lesbian. Uh, this week's episode. Dyke. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll, we'll see you next week. <laughs> that's the podcast, right? Yeah. Surely. That's it. That's, that's all they can do. Well, yep. should we put uh, this? Should we put another word for lesbian on uh, Braddles's list of podcast reviews? His radar. Yes, excellent. We put it know, on his radar. Is it because if the if that podcast is literally they come on like ah uh, this week we've got another word for lesbian uh, rug muncher and that's it yeah. and then they clock off. Yeah, I can understand why that beats us two thirty seven because that's fucking very funny. Yeah, and it's not uh, and it's not a big investment by the listener either. <laughs> Monica, no, exactly. Monica in the chat says angry. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, let's see how true that title is. Another word for lesbian. And then if it, if it's not what they say it is, then I reckon we get outraged and start bombarding them. Correct. And then potentially offer them a subscription off. Okay, a sub off. See how we go. Yeah. Do you reckon? Uh, they'll, do you reckon I'll do sub offs with men though? Oh, Sounds like it's okay. out of their wheelhouse. I'll sound like a, a husky broad, and we'll be okay. Um, <laughs> how about a sub off, mate? <laughs> Uh, and at 229, Damo, we, yeah. we can't seem to beat this one either. Mm. The feisty side of 50. The feisty side of 50, which is, of course, the younger side. Uh, well, I don't know. Is it the older side? So sounds like, It sounds uh, like is, another word for lesbian, if you ask me. It does. Uh, here's the, the synopsis. Uh, celebrating baby boomers 50 and better ah. who are on the move and transforming the spirit and style of aging. <laughs> give me just 15 minutes of your time and I'll give you interviews with authors, actors and experts who will inspire you to make significant positive change in your own life. Wow. That is outranking us. That sounds terrible. That sounds so fucking bad. Um, but that is outrating this show. Even with the ESPN baseball bump, we still can't beat that show. It's doubly that's concerning because you wouldn't expect uh, boomers to be able to, you know, download podcasts in the first place, you know. Yeah, exactly. Very good point. Mm, it's not being shown on Fox News or CNN. How the hell would they know it exists? Mm, so that's what we're up against, Damo. We're up for, up against uh, those wonderful programs, the Autobiography of Benjamin Franklin, uh, another word for lesbian and feisty side of 50. So they're in our sights, Damo. Hopefully next week we can get a bit of a boost with the, the beautiful work that BE is doing with the uh, the Me Plus Three for TSB, yep. and obviously yeah, Mofo Storm fan getting on board. League Freak is, is kind of promoting us a bit more as well now, putting us in the the Rugby League podcast uh, chats there. Um, surely we've got to crack the two fifty before the end of this year. And one way we're going to do it is by the beautiful work that BE is doing with his his reviews, Correct. the new and improved uh, BE's review, and it's improved because we stopped reading it. As soon as we stopped delivering, yep. we realized how good his review is. We already thought it was top-notch. That's right. But when he's actually delivering it himself, um, oh, it's just next level. So let's see what he's got for us this week. Well, we're going we're gonna to play his podcast review, but I just want to address BE in the chat. He said, another word for lesbian podcasts, go for over an hour. No thanks. Keep it to 30 minutes or less, please. Uh, I, I speak on behalf of Greeno here. Uh, B.E., when I say uh, with full confidence, I want you to focus all of your energy on the lesbian show. Yep. <laughs> I, I think we, I think two weeks to put it together. Yeah, they, they, we could do it in parts if you want. We could do part one and part two. But I think we need to focus all of our energy on <laughs> on the lesbian podcast at this point. Have, see- we, have, we, have we got, uh, <laughs> B.E., uh, let us know in the chat, have we locked in the Rural Lawyer podcast where there was only one episode? Yeah, I'm happy, for you to bump, I'm happy for you to bump the Rural Lawyer and push up the, the lesbians to the top, <laughs> of the, the top of the action item priorities list. So. Are, we, are we willing to give BE like a 15-minute segment just to cover it? Yeah, he can take all the time he wants, but I just I just yeah. think like we need to divert all of our resources into tracking the lesbian podcast at this point. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's in the future, hopefully at some point. But we do have a podcast review from BE this week, Greeno. Let's go to it now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the BE Report. Thank you for joining me. I uh, just want to start off by saying a quick thank you to everyone who sent me well wishes last week. Um, really appreciate the messages. Um, felt the love. Good job, Blockheads. Thank you. So this week, I've been given the task of reviewing the My Funeral Home Stories podcast. Now, this podcast peaked on chartable rankings at number 12 in Canada 
and 13 in Australia. So I was quite interested in this one. Um, there was 21 episodes to this podcast, the, the series, and they averaged it around 30 minutes per podcast. So yeah, we've spoken about in the past, you know, that 30 minutes is a good time because if it's shit, then I deal with the shitness, get this review done, and we move on to next week. Perfect. So the description for this podcast is as follows. Homicide, suicide, or natural causes. Everything becomes normal when you're working at a funeral home. This podcast follows the journey, journal entries of Grant, a funeral director's assistant, and his most shocking and unforgettable experiences picking up dead bodies for his family's funeral home. The episode I reviewed was called Naked Dead Lovers, and it started off with an extremely strong content warning. Now, I like to try and implement some form of comedy whilst doing these podcast reviews, and albeit badly, but this one was some pretty serious shit from the get-go. Um, Grant, he's 21, he's in his senior year um, at music school, and kicks off the pod with this quote. Working at a funeral home can ravage your personal life. Mine is hanging on by a thread at the moment. I'm choosing to blame it more on my employment and less on the fact that I'm turning into a careless drug addict musician without any real plan for the rest of his life. Anyway, I went a little too hard last night, and I'm not sure my brain is in the best condition to process what I'm about to see. Whether it's two naked dead teenagers lying on their garage floor, or some super shady text message from some dipshit that's trying to get into my girlfriend's pants. Either way, I'm not sure I'm ready. My name is Grant, and these are my funeral home stories. Fucking Jesus. Live it up, Grant, you mad dog. <laughs> so, he says that he can't figure out um, if he had taken too many drugs last night or just took the drugs too late. <laughs> okay. Good job, Grant. He spends the first five minutes of the pod describing game plans on how to function at work after a rough night on the gear with his bandmates. So, on to the first description of the dead body stuff. Now, just remember, this is what you wanted, right? So, Grant describes his first patient um, as quite a handful since his passing. So, I'll just paint a quick picture. He goes to their houses, picks up the body, takes them away, all that sort of stuff. So, there could be family members there, things like that. So he reaches, reaches his hand underneath the, um, the patient and realizes that he's slid his gloved hand and the end of his nice white dress shirt through a newly evacuated and quite runny post-death bowel movement. Fuck. The family was in the room at the, at the time of the removal, um, and this made it difficult to wince or gag, trying to be professional and all that. Um, everyone noticed, but no one mentioned it and he couldn't shake the smell of shit for two days. Good picture. Thanks. The next, um, house call was from the police with the request to collect two bodies. Now, during the ride, um, to the police call with his sidekick, Ned, Grant and his mellow tones made for podcasts. Like this guy's got a pretty good voice actually. Um, he contemplates whether he should be telling his girlfriend about how fucked up he got last night or not. <laughs> Upon arrival, Grant and Ned are greeted by a nervous-looking policeman who explains that the neighbourhood is quite busy, so they have to be discreet whilst removing the two naked 19-year-olds from the garage. Ned questions the cause of death by asking about suicide, and the cop says, well, it's sort of, it's, it's technically an accident. Um, it was carbon monoxide poisoning, and 
what they'd done was parked their car in the garage and put the door down, pulled around the back seat, um, left the car running, um, and yeah, the rest is history. Naughty night, Shazza. Show's over. Um, for those of you American listeners who don't get the terminology Naughty Night Shazza, um, look up a Aussie movie called Chopper or YouTube Chopper Good Night Shazzy. Naughty Night Shazza? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm not going to go, I'm not too keen on dragging this show down with this serious death details that this go, guy goes into, but um, I'm going to suggest that you take a listen for yourself for this one. But, there's a big but. Don't dis- don't subscribe. Don't subscribe. Just search, listen, and delete. We don't want to be promoting the podcast we're trying to defeat. I actually enjoyed this one. Therefore, the as requested by Greeno, the newly created BE podcast rankings have now been activated. Uh, my Funeral Home Stories goes straight to the top. Daylight, second to Eating Alone in My Car and Bigfoot Dog Man Unexplained. Now, second and third was flip a coin, but my Funeral Home Stories was well above these guys. Um, now, it wasn't really a tough decision, to be honest. But just have a listen. Don't subscribe. Um, promo time. So... Head over to iTunes podcast app on your smartphone or desktop and subscribe to the starting block, five stars, fully sick review, all that sort of stuff. Share the revolution on your socials with the hashtag me plus three for TSB. And you know what? Who are, I want to know, who are the three people that you have subscribed to the starting block? Feed me. Who are they? Get amongst it. So I know who has. Old mate Squishy Roo here. The Squish Man says, funny dudes, not a bad alternative to radio, added to my weekly show list. Bang on, Squishyroo. Good to have you on board, mate. Now, time for the final thought, as I can hear my child crying. (laughs) Do you know that your lips don't actually touch each other whilst counting until you reach one million? Give it a go. Think about it. Think long and hard. Until next week, I'm BE. Keep it real, blockheads. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! 
Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter. At the starting block, drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, if we can just quickly uh, comment, uh, focus on a comment on the chat. Stefan, who obviously a big fan of BE's segment on the show, mm. uh, talked about how, uh, well, he took up a whole segment Lazy fucks. Well, <laughs> obviously referring to us um, as the lazy fucks. Allocating the, the appropriate, yeah, we're the lazy fucks, appropriate right. amount of time mm. uh, allocated to BE segment now. Right. Uh, cracking job as always. Uh, but I found it very interesting that this was Steph's comment, considering we used to waste how many minutes on his polls week in, week out? <laughs> and Granny Sears. We even gave his grandma a gig. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we doubled down on Steph content where there was a poll that no one voted on that always ended up in a fucking tie. Exactly. We gave we gave that five minutes yeah. and Granny Sears on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yet he's complaining because we gave BE eight minutes of video. Well, come this, how come this, how come this BE gets a whole fucking segment? What's this fucking shit? <laughs> Coming up after the break, Stefan Sears' poll for 10 minutes, which he doesn't do anymore, and Granny Sears, who doesn't send us videos anymore. <laughs> We've got to fill the air with something, Steph. We've get, we're, we're not getting any Steph tent now. We're not getting any Steph content. We've got to give it to BE. And he was there. <laughs> he was there waiting in the wings to capture that fucking airspace, and he took it. He made it his own. <laughs> got to reward hard work around here. Exactly. This is Commitment it. to the course. We're trying to get up the fucking personal journal's rankings, mate. <laughs> That's it. We're not doing it with lack of uh, lack of polls anymore. Exactly. Like Granny says, Granny. Well, admittedly, like let's let's open the kimono. 
Yeah, did you notice that uh, Granny Sears, uh, the Granny Sears content, mm. disappeared about the same time that Granny Sears was also working for another program on DLive? Ah, yes, I did notice that. So, are you are you mm. suggesting a little bit of green? I dare I say it, skullduggery. <laughs> I I dare say that uh, as soon as I started hearing promos on other DLive programs oh, that the indeed. infamous Granny Sears was going to appear, oh dear, that happened to be a similar week that uh, Granny Sears stopped appearing on our. Show. Granny C's decided no, Granny C's decided don't have time for you guys anymore. Yeah. With no notice period, mind you. Yeah. And Greeno Greeno knows that feeling because I've done it to him with my show. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows exactly what he's talking about when it comes to getting ditched mm-hmm. for other podcasts. That's right. Stop pulling this out uh, of his fucking ass, mate. He knows. <laughs> experience in this this situation Great. now demo uh we're gonna get to the the point where we used to talk about sport on this program and we try and squeeze some of the ass end of this show mm. uh it's well less than three percent now good uh, thank god we, we just kind of there's not much going on so no. <laughs> uh but the the afl uh, for our american listeners that's uh, <clears throat> aussie rules returned a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. and sort it took of. a whole two yeah sort it of. took a whole two weeks for it to before someone a player tested positive to COVID. And well, that it's a different it's a different game now. Like they've even shortened the quarter lengths for what what whatever well, fucking reason they have for that. I have no idea what science that's based in. Maybe it's based in the same science where they thought they, they could give the players fucking uh horse steroids and still be legal. Like I don't know. Is it the same science department running this fucking show now? I don't know. Maybe. They've just gone, look, we if we can cut this down to a tight sixty. We're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so this week, yeah, play tested positive. They had to cancel a match. So it's the first time a player's tested positive in Australian uh-huh. in Australian sport, and they had to cancel a match because of it, so mm-hmm. that game was postponed. The, which then, because of an outbreak in Melbourne, uh, or in Victoria in general, uh, led to a whole bunch of new rules being introduced, <laughs> not just for you know the general public, yeah. but AFL training. Where and, now, and you have to, you have to, we have to explain too for the American audience. Half of the teams in the Australian Football League come from one state, like literally yeah. half of the teams all come from Victoria. And now it used to be known as the VFL, the that's Victorian right, Victorian Football the League, the Victorian Football League. So now you have the Australian Football League. So there's. Uh, there's half of the league is in uh, Victoria. Then you've got two teams in Adelaide, two teams in Perth, two teams in Brisbane, two teams in Sydney. So everybody else is in fucking Victoria. <laughs> so now the Victorian government's come out and like all the other governments come out and said, well, people aren't allowed to travel if they're from Victoria anymore because apparently it's a fucking COVID hotspot. So it's like, <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a circus. It's an absolute circus. They've also gone next level demo. They've said, look, okay, well, in, in response to this, we need to put some new precautions in. At training, no more touching. <laughs> so contact in a for book. a contact sport. It's a full contact training, sport is Australian football, yes. right? It's not a so fucking a, tag sport. It's not tips. Yeah. It's yeah. full, to full Even that's not allowed anymore. No tipping. It's no touchy. <laughs> touchy is banned. All looky, no touchy at training now, Damo. I'm, I'm uh, going. I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if the first commentator who says during a match, like in the next couple of weeks, "Wow, these players look really underprepared," doesn't get punched in the fucking face by his co-commentator. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because they're not fucking training anymore. You tit. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're doing happy laps. They're not allowed to touch. Take a lap. Take a lap and then hit the showers, sir. Coach, we just got here. That's all we're allowed to do. Showers aren't allowed anymore. No, you can't have a shower. That's right. We we can wash the ball, but not the players. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to wash the ball every five minutes. So let's just do a lap and then just keep running and run home. And don't stop until you get there. It's like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory treatment. And try try not to breathe on anyone. So hold your breath the entire time. That'd be great. Wear a mask while you're doing heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> AFL, no touchy. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap up the show with what ended up being, when, when was the last time NASCAR was relevant in the US, Damo? Oh, uh, depends on who you're asking, really, to be fair. Some uh, people we're talking, NASCAR. Southern, we're not talking southern states, we're talking, you know, <laughs> the rest general population. Well, probably 1938. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, this week, uh, NASCAR got the biggest headlines and the most coverage it's gotten in yet, literally 100 yeah. years. Yep. When uh, Jussie Smollett was... announced that he was driving for Penn, Penn Motor Oils or whatever they're fucking called, Penske. Yeah. Did he? Jussie Penske. Smollett is going to be a NASCAR driver? Uh, apparently. Oh. So, so the the reports were that there was a, a noose found in, in someone's garage um, uh, happened to be the only African American uh, driver in mm-hmm. in the NASCAR Bubba, field. Bubba Watson. I uh, know it's uh, it's not Bubba Watson. That's the golfer. Oh, isn't it? It's Bubba something. Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Oh, fucking close. Driver. Come on, Bubba. Bubba. All the Bubbas are the Bubba, same. All the Bubba Bubbas Watson look the same to me, Greeno. The, white, the whitest, most Christian fucking <laughs> <laughs> golfer in the field. Uh, Bubba Wallace, who, uh, so, uh, then for some reason, NASCAR's like, we need to investigate this. Let's call the FBI in. <laughs> let's get them on it. Right. See what, see what they can dig up. Let's divert uh, some, let's divert some, uh, federal resources into this case. It's very important. It's nothing, cause nothing else is going on in America. No. So <laughs> let's, let's send 15, literally there was 15 FBI agents down there to find out what, what's to go with the noose in the garage. Mm. Uh, they they quickly uh, came to the conclusion that the <laughs> sorry Earth... Pete sorry we're getting some suggestions Monica in the chat's yeah. calling him Bubba Smollett be the Earth reporter Bubba Gump Shrimp <laughs> <laughs> I got big gums sir <laughs> you know after the war's over force I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna become a, like a famous NASCAR driver and like I'm gonna have shrimp on the side of the car. And we're going to have shrimp for breakfast, shrimp cocktails, shrimp salad, fried shrimp, deep fried shrimp, stir fried shrimp, all kinds of shrimp. It's going to be shrimp, shrimp motor oils going through that carburetor. It's going to be fucking great, man. <laughs> you done? I'll never be done. So you better, you better cut in while you've got a oh, chance. Okay. Yeah. So FBI, they uh, wrapped up their very conclusive investigation in, you know, quarter of a day because, like, fuck it, got to take lunch. Um, and they're like, look, uh, we, we've, we've, we've looked into it. Uh, we've ascertained that it's not a noose. It's just a rope that used to pull down uh, a garage, garage door. door. What an odd yep. place to find a rope that you would use to pull down a garage door in a garage, yep. Greeno. In a garage. <sighs> Isn't it strange? So, What's it doing in there? Yeah. So then uh, uh, I saw a picture earlier today of the uh, the rope that's pulled down, which happens to be shaped in the way of a noose and looks like nothing that you'd pull a garage door down with. Ah, oh, right. But with that all said, you know, uh, hasn't it's it's got out of control as to the the reaction to it, 
whether it was true or not. I I, I generally feel bad for, for Bubba Wallace because he's not the one that reported any of this, but he's copped all this fucking criticism of like, oh, Bubba Smollett, blah, 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 blah. He's not the one that fucking complained about it. Someone else reported uh, No, because when the investigation wrapped Mascal up... put it out. Yeah, no, 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 hang on. When the investigation wrapped up and they said, actually, this thing's used to close a garage door... He's he went out on on his own and said, oh, "I don't believe that fucking story. It's a fucking noose. Fuck them." So you know, and then at that point, he's then asking for criticism, as far as I'm concerned. Like the smart, well, the, no, the smart move would have been like, well, well, I mean, if you call in the fucking so-called experts, right, to forensically mm. investigate the incident, and they come back and say, "Well, it's not what you think it is," and then you go out there and go, "Fuck them. I think it is what it is," and then uh, the experts are wrong. Well, then you're just inviting criticism, aren't you? Oh yeah, you're better off just keeping your mouth shut and yeah. just race. Once yeah. again, no one knew who Bubba Wallace was up until what was it? No. Tuesday. Yeah. And better off just, you know, sometimes it's better to go under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Like Monica in the chat, Bubba is riding it like a stallion. <laughs> so he's gonna be he's probably gonna get his contract doubled at the end of the year because now he's got brand recognition. That's right. And it's got me thinking, the the way NASCAR can ride this publicity wave, rename the sport Nooscar. Nooscar. <laughs> It needs to be done. Now, now you said you were trying to make the sport more popular. You were wondering when the last time the sport was relevant, not in the South. Yeah. <laughs> you want hey, to name it Nooscar. They, they renamed that sport Nooscar, and that's going to get more mainstream publicity than anything they can do on the fucking track. There you go, Greeno. I know nothing about motorsport. You know nothing about blacks. We just fixed it. <laughs> fixed it. NASCAR dying sport. Yeah. We've just got so much free publicity. It's not funny. And go. I don't want them to repent on it either. No. I don't want to do this. Oh, we double made down. Say, fucking double down and go, fuck it. We're now Nooscar. Nooscar. Make it and branding. Change, change the emblem. Yep. Uh, put them in every garage. Yep. So I'll, I need every pull hang down them, to hang them from the rear. Hang them from the rear view mirrors in the cars. <laughs> That's it. Trophies. Uh, when when you win, you've got your you've got your winning noose. You got you've got your runner up noose. <laughs> you've got you've got your last place noose. Right. Um, the man that hands you the trophy looks like an old school executioner. We'll get we'll get a replacement for Chris Cornell and Soundgarden can play at the Daytona 500. And I don't like what you got me hanging from. We can we can totally revamp NASCAR with this. Yeah, yeah. Where well, it's going to be the number one sport by the end of the year for you know. It will be the only, be, anyway. It'll be the only sport because no one's allowed to even touch each other in any of the other sports. So therefore, fuck. No touchy. AFL, no touchy. No touchy. Sicky sicky. <laughs> Now, given uh, Granny Sears has disappeared, mm. uh, we've we got nothing left but plugs. Damo, yeah. what have we got? Uh, follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Uh, follow me at Boogie Bumper. Uh, quick shout out once again. Happy birthday to Kimmy Y Censored, fan of the show. Also, I want to give a big birthday, tip of Kimmy. the hat. Happy birthday. I want to give a t- big tip of the hat to the Sunday Night Shit Show who just got affiliate status on DLive, Greeno. Can you explain what that means to me? Because you became a partner and then they got an affiliate. What does any of that mean? So affiliate, when you get to 200, you can apply 200 followers on DLive. You can apply for affiliate status, at which point people can subscribe to the channel and stuff. Um, And you can, you can like have a few bonus things. And then partner is just like another step above that. So you can, pardon me, you can keep replays on the channel for like a month. You can have reruns going. Um, the chest that people open at the end of the show, it accumulates 50% quicker. You can have, like, stickers and stuff for your channel and shit. You can have uh, custom banners. You can customize your channel a bit more when you make partner, stuff like that. So, yeah, we hey. made partner uh, 
what was it last week we made partner? So yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. So things are going really give, well. Give, give your show a nice Gary. Give the Daily Boogie a nice Gary. Nice Gary. There you go. So yeah, tip of the hat to uh, the Sunday Night Shit Show. Good guys, and don't forget to follow Brad underscore Everly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Unity Troy, the Unity Day report. We're going to have to get back to some Unity Day stuff soon, I think. Because yeah, with well, all of yeah, this talk about racism lately, maybe that's our way into the personal journals. We'll start talking about Unity Day again because we really are trying to fix all of this, like as a side. Yeah, look, thing. I know we're we're in the middle of like on the outro and, and doing plugs, but yeah, we probably should discuss the because ever I've been inundated with uh, with messages and emails talking about what happened to Break Even Day. June thirty is like four mm, days away. Yeah, Break and Even Day. Uh, we're on break even day, a lot of touchy involved. Ah, so we're going to have to postpone it. So we couldn't get government approval before June 30. So we've done, but we on the plus side, we've approved for some government subsidies to reimburse TAVshow.com for the losses we incurred back on last year's Unity Day That's that right. we were trying to recoup through break even day. Correct. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take some of the, the acts we're going to do for break even day, push them over to Unity Day, uh, but put them on JobKeeper. Ah, well, so, I hear so we that, don't actually have to pay for them. I hear the Unity Day budget is in such dire straits, and maybe we'll do some Unity Day next week. But I yep. hear the Unity Day budget is in such dire straits. We're actually looking at bringing Dean Hutton back again for a second oh, round. For for the the hot stove, for the for hot the stove, cocktail franks, yeah. and but, some parboiled but, potatoes. But we've decided this time, using the wisdom of the coronavirus pandemic, Greener, we're just going to put him behind some perspex screens so the kids can't actually get close enough to be scalded by the by the boiling water when he's making the cocktail franks yeah good idea good idea i like it <laughs> dean's dean's got plenty of masks lying around as well so absolutely that idea to bring dean back he's a scientist after all yeah, he might scientist. have the can i fucking put it out there hmm. i think i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna make a prediction that unity day will solve coronavirus in dean hutton's little little tent ah well so there you go all. We'll call it Unity Day slash We Found a Cure Day. How about that? Uh, we'll get the cure to play. We'll get the cure to yes. play at Unity Day. Or at least a cure yep. tribute yes. band. Even better. Okay, yeah, uh, Troy, write it down. Get your notebook out. Yep. Uh, scrap all your current connections. Throw them in the bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, know, I know you've been working on it for the last six months, but unfortunately they've got to go. Everything's got to be cure related <laughs> for this year's Unity Day. And, and Dean Hutton. We've got to work him in And this, Dean so. Hutton. We need, we need scientists like Dean Hutton and we need cures. So I love the cure. That's fantastic. Love Clat, love cats back to back. Yeah. And, and Dean Hutton. And, I, I and if we can also more. get the, if we can also get the ladies from the lesbian podcast to sh- make an appearance as well, because I'm sure they're going to be celebrities by then. Thanks to A B. word for lesbian. Just one word. That's all we need. They will just sit there and cite words for lesbian, <laughs> but right. just one. Correct. Because there's no plural in the title. Fantastic. Other than that, follow all of our friends, follow everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's it. That's all we've got for you this week. How did this show go for an hour 40? I don't know. <laughs> there was nothing in it. I don't know, but I'm <laughs> glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom?
somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com. 